The outflow is not matching the inflow. So you know what happens? It's kind of like a paper shredder. What happens is that if you put just a certain amount of papers in, it shreds it good. But when you put so much in, massive inflow, what happens is that things get backed up because you're not allowing for the outflow to happen. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets. Greg here. We are going to stay on the money subject. I know you guys probably listened to the last episode. If you didn't, go back and listen to the episode I did on the money thermostat because a lot of you really need to get this stuff right in your head and figure out what your thermostat is. So listen to the last episode before you get to this episode. This episode, we're going to talk about the inflow and outflow of money, the middle class trap. And I'm going to give you this from Jesus' perspective. I'm going to give you this from one of, I think, one of the greatest stories that Jesus has ever told in the Bible. By the way, wouldn't you say this? Jesus is like the most amazing marketer because Jesus just gave a whole bunch of stories. This story in particular was Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. He talked about the attitude that you should have with money and talked about the parable of the master, the servants, and the talents. So let me summarize it real quick. And then I want to give you what I believe you all need to understand in practical terms today and why there's this middle class, the middle class trap and why it's messing a lot of us up, including myself. I have to be very mindful of this. So here's the story. The story goes like this. You have this master. He has three servants. He's going to be leaving for an extended period of time, and he leaves his servants with talents. He left one servant with five talents. He left the second one with two. He left the third one with one. Okay? So there's a whole story in that as it is. I think he kind of knew what was going to happen. But anyways, that's what he did. He then left. He left for weeks and then came back. So when he comes back, he wants to find out what happened. So the first one said, hey, you gave me five. I was able to go out there and invest, and I created another five. So it came back with 10. And the master said, well done. You are faithful over a few. I'm going to now make you in charge over many. Good job, buddy. <laughs> okay, fantastic. All right, so then the next one uh, has two talents, and he says to the master, master, you gave me two talents, and guess what? I was able to double this while you were gone. He's like, well done, buddy. I made you faithful over a few. Now I'm going to make you in charge over more. But then it gets a little tricky. He gets to the third one. And the third person basically said this. said, what happened? And I want to read to you some of what this dude said. He said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. And I was afraid. And I went away and I hid your talent in the ground. Here, I'll return it to you. You know what his master told him? He said, you're wicked. And you're a lazy slave. You knew that I would reap where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed. You should have put my money in the bank and at least earned interest on it. He told those around him 
Take the talent from the one who has invested poorly and give it to the one who had five. Because to everyone who has shall more be given and he shall have abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have will be taken away and cast him out into darkness. So why do I bring this up to you all? I bring this up to you all because I think you know that I try to do everything based on biblical principles. That's the first thing. And I believe that what happened with this last person is a middle-class trap. It's a middle-class trap. You see, there's an inflow that's supposed to happen. That's where money is coming to us. We're doing that through the value that we're giving other people. We get money coming in. And then what we're trained on and indoctrinated in the middle-class way of thinking is that we're supposed to hold on to that money and have very little go out. Now, I'm not telling you all to be reckless, but what I am telling you is this. To get to where I am at now versus where I was when I became a physical therapist, December 26th of 2000, my first job, at $19 an hour to being a multimillionaire today. I have had to start to behave like the servant that got the five talents. And what I believe is I believe most people are behaving like the servant that got the one talent. Money's coming in. Let's just say you get. Let's say you're hoping to make eighty thousand dollars a year. You make the eighty k. Now you're like, okay, I want to make more. Now you're making hundred k. You couldn't even believe. Oh my gosh, I'm making hundred k now, right? You go into a coaching program. Let's just say you make hundred k, right? And then now what's happening is like, oh my god, I'm going to hoard this. I'm not going to grow my team. I'm not going to invest in myself. I'm not going to learn things that I don't know. I'm not going to invest in systems. I'm not going to um, invest in maybe a bigger building or whatever the case may be. And what happens is that your outflow is not matching the inflow. The outflow is not matching the inflow. So you know what happens? It's kind of like a paper shredder. What happens is that if you put just a certain amount of papers in, it shreds it good. But when you put so much in, massive inflow, what happens is that things get backed up because you're not allowing for the outflow to happen. And what I have come to understand is this. My wealth is predicated on how much of a conduit Greg Todd is, meaning that how freely am I allowing money to go out and invest in serving God's children as I am to have money coming in? And when I start to get to the point where it's like, okay, middle class, hoard, 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 save, 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 don't, don't give, keep on doing that, doing that. And then I do that over and over and over again. I notice that the money doesn't come through as good. It doesn't because I'm not a conduit. It's because I'm trying to hold it. I'm behaving like the third servant. I want you all to understand that. And it never ends. It never ends. Can I be honest with you guys? You're listening to this podcast. I recently just finished a challenge. We did this challenge called the Invincible Challenge. We did an offer at the challenge. It's called the Invincible Income System. Tell you, our goal, big, hairy, audacious, scary goal, was to have 100 students in it. We thought more people were going to show up to the challenge versus what we had registered. Just being honest with you guys on the podcast. I, like, man, I want to just, I always want to be a straight shooter with you guys. So we thought that we'd have 500 people show up. If I crushed it, 
100 people would buy, which means that 20% of people would buy. So $3,000 program, you can do the math, 300K, okay? So here's what actually happened. What actually happened was about 350 showed up, but it resonated so heavy with so many people. It was like one of the highest converting events I've ever done. And we have not only over 100 people in, we, we, we end up letting in another like six people, even though I said I wasn't because I'm too much of a softie. But um, we have a wait list right now of quite a few people on this wait list. So do the numbers. Do it over 300K. So how much money did Greg Todd get from that? You guys want to know? I'm going to take zero. I'm taking zero. Because right now, I just need to make sure that I have money to eat. Money to take care of my family. And I already have that. So I'm taking zero from this challenge. And I'm behaving like the first servant right now. And what I'm doing is I'm letting that inflow of money come in. By the way, I didn't spend it on a Bugatti. I didn't spend it on any of that. I spent it on now investing in other people. Investing in not only our event, but investing in a team and growing my team so that I can give my clients more opportunities to get even better service from us. And literally, this is, I, I'm doing this right now, this podcast on a weekend. And I just finished another interview with another person I want to bring on a team. And what I realized is that I feel so good about it because I realized that I am a conduit. It's not for me to hoard money and hoard and hoard and hoard. It's for me to make sure that the money's flowing out. And I'm telling you all right now, is that if you aren't mindful of what I said in the last episode with the money thermostat, and you're not mindful of this, even when blessings come your way, your money thermostat will bring you back down because you will hoard and you will not create an outflow and it'll back up and then there won't be any room for inflow. How does this look in your life? Let me tell you how this looks. The way that it looks in your life is like this. Let's just say you have a practice right now and you have a wait list of six weeks. You have a backed up problem. You are afraid. You are scared. You're not putting in enough money to actually recruit and get staff because you're afraid. You think it's going to go away. And because of that, it is going to go away because no right, like smart person would ever wait four weeks to get their pelvic floor fixed. Like, like what? Are you kidding me? Give me a break, right? You're going to lose the people. Okay. You're going to get to a point where it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my program, whatever I'm doing is like overwhelming me. Oh my gosh, I need people. But you're afraid to hire anybody, so you keep on doing all the work yourself. I've been there. I have been there. I'm telling you right now, it's going to screw up many of you. Many of you, you're at this point where it's like, wow, my business is taking off. But you're behaving arrogantly, and you're not willing to invest in yourself. You don't trust yourself. So what's happening is that you're going to go right back down. You're going to go back down and you're not going to be able to take yourself to the next level because you're not willing to invest in what you don't know. You're not willing to invest in being around people that can help you take yourself to the next level. You're not willing to invest in being around people that have the audience that you're looking for so that you can grow. And I'm telling you right now, this inflow outflow thing is huge. Talk about it in the Bible. Go back to Matthew 25, 14, 30. Read it. Think about where you are blocking the outflow so that you can have more inflow. It's a huge thing, you guys. I hope this one resonates with you all. I love you guys. Till next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Thank you.